This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you in all that you're doing all that you're going to do. Most of all, God, we ask you to anoint me that I speak nothing of myself, but I only speak that which you would have me to say to glorify your name. And Father, I ask you to allow me to decrease while you increase, that we may go forth and to be and to do that which you would have me to be and do. Father, we just praise you. I honor you in Jesus' The Christ's name I pray, <clears throat> amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. Amen. We thank God for my honey-to-be that is on the line. Amen. We thank God for her as well. We thank God for those of you. Thank God that we will be in Greenville with a fantastic Bible study. Amen. Uh, I did. I had the address in front of me, but I don't know what I did with it. But if you call the number that I give, I'll be more than happy. Amen. And then, not next Saturday, but the following Saturday evening, we will be in Noonan, Georgia. Amen. And we will give you that as well. So we would love to, you to be a part. Uh, we will be in Atlanta the 1st of March. Amen. We are believing God that we are going to do some things in the Word that God's name will be glorified. Not us. We are not trying to make a name for ourselves. We are only trying to be obedient and do that which God would have us to do. Amen. We thank God for those of you that we heard from. Uh, on a Tuesday night, we have answer. We answer Bible questions of a certain thing. We was dealing with money on last week and how that peoples uh, give money, and they do it in the wrong way. They are not doing it according to the scriptures. So we was dealing with that. We will look forward 
to you all to join us on Tuesday from 6 to 7. And then on uh, uh, Saturday, uh, the Sabbath, from 12 to 1, we go through our study guide. Amen. And we'll believe in the Lord for great things. We are only trying to use a door that's open. I thank God for a good report today. Uh, uh, the Lord blessed me in order that I'm moving forward and not backwards. Amen. I know that it's, I'm getting closer to the destination, but I want to go out running for the Lord. I really do. So we thank God for what God is doing, amen, and what God going to do. I often testify when my when I got to be uh, uh, 39 and preacher came to our church, and when this preacher came to our church and he was telling us about uh, the dietary law, he said this is not salvation, but if you put the regular, the good gas in your car, the good oil in your car, your car lasts. You change the oil, do what it recommends. And he said, why is it that the saints of God don't do the same thing? Uh, and I thought, well, my mom, had, at that time, my mom was living and my dad, but they both had high blood pressure and they both had uh, diabetes. And, you know, we claim things. So, well, it's a, gen, um, what they call it, generational thing. And I thought about what he said, and I decided at that time to have an about face and to turn to Leviticus, the 11th chapter, and start living and eating according to that. Now, I don't say that that's salvation, but what I do say that I went, Today, I uh, use today, and I have had an open-heart surgery only because of my stupidity, not because of the fact that uh, I didn't do the right thing, believers, when I wasn't saved. But in the midst of it, and even after I got saved, I was listening to what preachers were saying. Ah, God this, God bless you with this, and so on and so on. But nevertheless, um my blood pressure was 120 over 78 or 78 over 120, however how they do it. And I said, and they said, Mr. Ware, you have good blood pressure. You don't take no high blood pressure pills. Usually um, you, we find signs of that. And I, I said, it's because of the fact that I give God the glory first and foremost. That's number one. Number two, if you eat right in spite of what the devil tried to tell you, it it does make a difference. Uh, and when you do that, then the enemy, now you say, but brother, where well, you going to uh, leave here anyway? You're right, sure is. But I just don't want to leave here sickness, have been sick and not knowing whether I'm in this place or that place or whatever. I want to live until God get through with me, as he did with Moses, as he did with Joshua, as he did on and on and Joseph and on and on. All the men of God, if they didn't get slaughtered in the New Testament, they lived until 
uh, it was time to check out of here. And I, some way we missing this. We are missing that God want to bless us as saints of God. The uh, as my honey to be was saying that so many peoples don't want to separate themselves from the church. You know, I mean, from the world, they want to look like the world, act like the world, do what the world do, and expect God to intervene. We have to be separated, believers. We got to be what the Lord would have us to be in order to do what God would have us to do. If we don't, then what's going to make us different? What's going to make us be the light? What's going to make us be uh, that individual that we can see and do that which God would have us to do and be? As we know, there are certain things that God requires of us. I know the people don't believe that nowadays because the preachers scared to say anything because they love money. Not all of them, but I'm not concerned about them. Uh, matter of fact, somebody they was telling me as I came in here that a friend of mine's had passed, and and I didn't know it. It was uh, Prophet Love. He uh, checked out of here and slipped into eternity. But nevertheless, um, the thing that we have to look at, believers, it does supposed to be a difference between your life and those that are in the world, your walk and those that are in the world. It have to be different. We eat different. We look different. We carry ourselves. No, it don't make you say because you don't wear this and you don't wear that. That doesn't make you say, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, sir. What does make you, though, is the attitude behind what you are doing your purpose and why you are doing what you are doing. Amen. That's, that's what do it. It's the attitude. It's the scriptural knowledge. If you're trying to know the way of God, you're trying to know the, the direction of God, I believe right now that a whole lot of you that know that God have dealt with you and dealt with your heart, Yes, I'm talking about God done dealt with you and dealt with your heart. What you mean, brother? Well, done let you knew certain things, but you refuse to uh, make an about face. Why? Because you are happy and you enjoy doing what you're doing. You don't want to change. You uh, you know, it, it's kind of like uh, somebody tell you, you're going the wrong way. Uh, I remember this very plan. I was driving. And I was above Charlotte, North Carolina. I was coming out of Kannapolis. And I was, some way I got turned around. And I'm headed the wrong way. And the man says, no, you're going the wrong way, sir. Uh, you To get on 85 South, you need to be going back that way. In my mind, I thought that I was headed South. But I was really headed North. And so I went a little further. <laughs> and instead of me taking his advice, I went probably a couple of miles further, and I pulled low and asked this guy, well, how far is 85? He said, you're going the wrong way to get on 85. you got to go back the opposite way. 
And even though he told me, even though they said it, my heart, my mind had took in consideration that I was going to 85 South. When I finally got to 85, got on 85, headed, looked at the sign where the sign say 85 South, uh, it shows Greenville, South Carolina from up in Charlotte area. No, it shows Spottenburg. Spottenburg, uh, South Carolina. And I was thinking, man, it sure feel like I'm still headed the wrong way. Even though I saw the sign, I knew I was going the right way then now because I'm looking at the sign. But the truth of the matter is I just couldn't put it in my mind till I was almost to the state line. South Carolina, North Carolina line. Then I accepted it. What you saying, Brother Will? We can see things in the Bible and cannot accept it. We won't accept it because we read it, we see it, we understand it. Well, we come to an understanding, we'll say, oh, no, no, no. But it is what it is if you come to that. I promise you. Too many people are taking the Bible and doing what they want to do with it. And like I, I often say, you can twist the Bible up to say whatever you want it to say if you pull scriptures out of context. But pulling scriptures out of context don't necessarily mean. A brother written me, and uh, I still got the letter, and he said, why people don't go, why the preachers don't go line upon line precept upon precept. Now, I couldn't answer what the preachers were saying, but what I was saying, that I was making myself, he was making me to be aware of, look, don't just go and pull this and pull that, except it's journeying together. I know what Isaiah say, you Bibles read it here a little, there a little, and, um, Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. I understand that. But here's what I'm saying. Don't take the scripture. And I learned this way, way, way back when I was doing prison ministry. I did about 13 years of that. And I saw how that they could take scripture, because they were studying the Bible, how they could take scripture and hold on to one thing and uh, degrade something else. And it sounded good what they were saying, but they would not uh, take the scriptures and begin to uh, line upon line, precept upon precept. No different than people talking about, I can eat whatever I want to eat and God bless me. And I uh, and then you say, are you eating a cat, a dog? Are you eating possum? And say, uh, I'll say a possum. Are you eating possum? Are you eating muskrat? You say, brother, well, I don't nobody eat no possum and muskrat. Well, guess what? When I came up, we ate possum. Put a sweet potato in his mouth. We ate uh, muskrat, the hind legs. But guess what? God opened up my eyes of understanding. I don't do that no more. So yeah, I guess if I was hungry, I would bless it, sanctify it. Uh, through prayer, because I ain't got nothing else. But since God has blessed me, I eat according to that. I'm telling you, believers, we got to come back to the Scripture. 
in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and around the eighth verse, it says, For we were sometime in darkness, but now are we ye light in the Lord. Walk as children in the light. Here's what it's saying. We don't have no business taking uh, our advice from center people. Here's a man, uh, <coughs> excuse me, here's a man done did this and did that, and, uh, and, and they love to use, I'm a carnal Christian. I mean, you bragging about being a carnal Christian? You bragging about being uh, a carnal uh, person, come on, people, and then then the preachers, that's the hurting part. The preacher is taking advice from somebody automatically saying they are carnal Christian. Now, the thing that I'm saying, it should be different for we that say we love God. It should be in a, in a different format. We should have a time to study to want to know the will and the plan of God in our life. We should have a plan, a, a mindset to want to know his word, not to beat up on somebody else. I can, I can, and I'm not bragging or boasting, but I can hold myself in just about whoever, okay? But it don't make it right. It don't make me right. It, matter of fact, it makes me wrong because, see, if I'm trying to be glorified, then guess what? I'm dead wrong because Christ's supposed to be uh, glorified. And if I'm doing something so somebody can say, yeah, I wish they would come and say this or say that, I cut them up in the Scripture. And I used to have that attitude back in the day as a younger man, but I understand our goal is not to cut nobody up, be an example to draw them into Christ and draw them into the direction that Christ would have them to be. Man, we got people just roll, rolling and running here and there, and one minute they say they this, and the next minute they saying they that, and it's sad. But the Bible says we should walk as children in the light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Hold up. What happened to the fruit of the Spirit and the saints of God today? It's not about the goodness. Uh, make one of them mad. You'll see how much of goodness and righteous make one upset. Uh, and you'll see that they are just as they were. Trust me. They are show up and show out just like any other person would do in the world. The Bible said that we should be children of the light. So how in the world can I be children of the light? How can I say that the Lord is blessing me to be a godly person and all the time I'm acting just like everybody else? I'm looking and doing just like everybody else. It has to be a different believer, not the different to say, okay, Brother Ware, what makes you different? Uh, you know, I hear you saying this, so what makes you different? Because you put on certain clothes or because you 
uh, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do that. That's making you different. I know sinners that don't drink, don't smoke, and don't cuss. You know, and now they, uh, they got it that saints and God can do just about whatever they want to do. Amen. That's the way they got it. But it, I promise you, it's because they don't have the love of Christ. See, the love of Christ will lead and guide you in the direction that you should go. The Bible says this, and, and, and it says, prove what is acceptable unto the Lord. Okay, how can we do that? By the word. It ain't about somebody's opinion because, listen, I can find whatever I want to do in the scripture, but it doesn't make it right. The person, the person, and I'm going to use this and try to do it in the best way. The person that want to drink, there says, well, you know, the Bible says take a little wine for the stomach. And not that I'm telling anybody that is wrong. You're going to Hades. You're going to hell uh, for doing this. I, I want you to make it plant, but I'm showing you a point. And I'm going to use all uh, uh, the three things that I know is uh, loud speaking, okay? So the person that said, after all, Brother Ware, uh, I remember when I was getting wine for communion for the Passover. And I went in. I didn't know I wanted to get some Morgan Davis. I'm thinking about that way back. And I went in the, uh, in the liquor store to get the Morgan Davis, and I got chicken because I was in the liquor store, and I'm thinking, I just got a, a I think it was a bag of chips or something. I, I just picked up something in the liquor store and come out so that they can see it. I didn't even want no bag because I thought somebody saw me that knew me. Well, I didn't go there, so I goes to the grocery store, Kroger's in Atlanta area. I went to Kroger's, and lo and behold, while I was trying to dodge somebody there, uh, I was uh, 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 trying to dodge that person in the liquor store. I goes in Kroger's and, and buy the Morgan Davis wine. Well, in the process of buying the uh, going to the the counter, guess what? It was a person up there that was in the church, and they said, "Oh, hey, brother, where?" I felt worse then than I did that. So, guess what? I was trying to hide certain things. But let me let me let me get to my point before I get um same way it was in the um the other areas. I remember a brother in the um jail that I was ministering to, and the brother said, uh, Brother Ware, because they all, always had a time for question and answer. Brother Ware, don't the Bible tell us to put our seed in the belly of a harlot, then to spill it on the ground? Now, I know that's Bible. I can give you Bible, and that's what you stand on. And I, everybody was standing looking at me whether I was going to answer that or not. I said, I tell you what, let me answer it next week because we don't want to get that might drag it out and then when i came back next week i prayed and asked the lord yes it is in genesis yes it was on this uh, situation that um 
uh, the brothers that he didn't want to marry his uh, um, other, he didn't want to have a baby by his brother's wife. So he spilled his seed on the ground and he lost his life for that. And that was the situation. But in the process of doing that, here's what happened. That I was able to deal with that in a way. I said, my brother, if you spill it on the ground, uh, you'll go to Hades, as you say, because the person is uh, doing himself or herself. And if you uh, deal with the belly of the whore, you're doing the same thing because you're protecting yourself, so you still spill it. So guess what? Both wrong don't make a right, okay? And the Lord gave me wisdom on that. But anyway, I'm going to have to go on break, and then I'm going to come back to the Scripture, and I'll be back in a minute. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, we are back. We are back. We thank the Lord for those of you that have tuned in. Um, amen. We thank God for what the Lord is doing. And as I would say that, please check us out on Saturday. Uh, you call it Saturday. I call it the Sabbath. Same thing. Seventh day of the week. Amen. Uh, from 12 to 1 o'clock. We'd be on our study guide, and we'd be teaching according to the study guide. And then those of you in the Greenville area, give me a call, and we'll tell you where we are at in a Bible teaching and that will be a blessing. Amen. You can reach me at 404-293-7557. And by the way, I'm here in Atlanta today. You can reach me if you have a question or comment at 404-355-8699. We thank God for the Lord blessing. Amen. Uh, Thank God for those of you 
that have uh, contact, and we are looking for God to do even greater things. We will be in Noonan, Georgia uh, on the third week, Saturday, the third Saturday in the month. We'll be in Noonan, Georgia. We will be uh, in um, Atlanta uh, in the, uh, the first week, I believe it is, in April. But guess what? You're welcome to communicate with us. You're welcome to go online or whatever, amen, and uh, communicate. Uh, call us at 404-293-7557 once we are off the air. If you can't get me, leave your name and number, and I'll be more than happy to return the call. I, that's a promise. I will return your call. If you leave your name and number. All right. Let me get on back what we were saying. Uh, uh, I was reading from Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and uh, where it was saying that I got down to the 10th verse, and it was saying, prove what is acceptable unto the Lord. Now, what is acceptable is found in the Word. We don't have to speculate. You know, people just say, Brother Ware, is it sin? For, if it's wrong for me to do this, if it's wrong for me to do it, wait a minute, why are you asking that? It must be that you don't ran across something in the Bible if you have knowledge of something in the Bible to make you feel that it was wrong. Believers, listen, we have the Spirit of God. Now, let me tell you something. I know... They got a big debate, but I can prove what I'm saying. No man can get converted without the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God goes to you, and it convicts you. That's what happened. You get convicted from the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God draws you according to the Bible. It draws you to repent. No man can come unto Christ except he first be drawn. That's 644, uh, I believe it is, uh, John. Uh, uh, no, no, it ain't. It's, uh, uh, I better give it, because I don't want nobody to say, Brother Ware gave the wrong, and, and many times I done quoted that. I still, it slipped my mind, okay? It, it's five, six. Uh, it ain't six, yeah. Uh, six forty-four says this: No man can come unto me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up in the last day. Now, uh, in John fifteen, fifteen, what I said, John fifteen. Uh, 16, I believe it is, or 1615, that's what I want. Uh, 1615, uh, 1615, uh, uh, is it 1516? Uh, what I said, 1516 or 1615? 1615. But anyway, uh, it's 1516. Uh, it says, ye have not chose me, but I have chose you and ordained you that ye should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain 
And whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he shall give it you. Now, hold up. Here's what happened, believers. You that say you love the Lord and really love the Lord, what happened was the Spirit of God drawed you. After the Spirit of God drawed you, it caused you to look at you, to see you, to see the low-down, dirty ways and the things that you was doing, whether you was a good sinner or a bad sinner. Some of you all was good sinners. What what you mean by good sinner? Well, you wasn't uh, uh, doing evil things towards somebody. You just didn't have Christ in your life. But nevertheless, because I knew a, a couple of good people like that, okay? But nevertheless, it was the Spirit of God that drawed you. The Spirit of God made you see yourself. The Spirit of God says, look, repent, and I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you start wondering, oh, man, and I, I, I need to give scripture on this, but you start wondering, Lord, is everybody thinking like me? If they thinking about this, if they think that's the Spirit of God that was bringing you to your conviction. Now, here's what happened. You finally repented. Somebody said something to you two or three times. It didn't mean nothing. But all of a sudden, it meant something. You repented. The Spirit of God brought you out of the world. Now, if it was the real Spirit of God, because, see, Satan have a counterfeit. Satan has a counterfeit. And if it was the real Spirit of God, then you want more of God. The Bible says you will desire the sincere milk of the Word. You would desire to know the will and the plan of God that you may accomplish what God have called and chose you for. And as you begin to go forth in him, God will begin to bless you, and you will hunger and thirst after righteousness. And as you hunger and thirst after righteousness, then you'll say, God, I'm, I'm struggling with my flesh. The flesh keeps coming up. In whatever area, everybody is different. Somebody, it might be uh, money. Somebody, it might be lust of the flesh. Somebody, it might be pride of life. But then that person began to seek God and say, Lord, I need more of you. I need you to be in my life that I might go forth and do and be that vessel that you have called and chose me to be. And lo and behold, you begin to ask God for the Spirit of God, the uh, Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, to be indwelled in you. Now, hold up, hold up, hold up. The Holy Ghost that the people today is getting in most of the churches is not that Holy Ghost because, they, because somebody told them, well, if you speak in tongues, you got it. I was told that same thing. If you speak in tongues, you got it. It's like it's a certificate, okay? But if you go back and look at those that received the Spirit of God, they kept getting refilled and refilled. And see, when one don't get refilled and refilled, they get a counterfeit. 
Everything, as I say, everything that God does, the devil have a counterfeit. Other words, uh, you name it, he does it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at it, I can show it to you in the scripture. Everything. Go back to when uh, uh, Moses went to Pharaoh. You ain't got to them. Just go back there. And you note that the first few miracles that Moses told Aaron to do, Aaron did it, but guess what? The, the musicians did it as well. So you know why? Because of the fact that whatever you can do, the devil can send forth for counterfeit. So as it is with you living right, the devil can send forth for counterfeit. You do good for a little while, but let something go wrong. The real you will show up. And when the real you show up, then it's an altogether different story. But if you have the Holy Ghost, have the Spirit of God, you will shut your mouth and you will see that the salvation of God will come in on your behalf. Now, uh, let me go on further because I, I, I went so in the direction where I'm trying. The 11th verse says, And have, have no fellowship with the unfruitful work of uh, darkness. Oh, Re, uh, have no, uh, but reprove them, folks. Hold up. Why is it that most of you, most of your best friend is sinners? Come on. Now, now think about that. Your best friend, you know they ain't living an ounce of nothing. Oh, well, brother, well, I can't hear because folks are doing this and doing that. Wait a minute. I'm not telling you that you got to be nasty or you got to not the fellowship or you not talk to them. But how is it that your best friend is a sinner? Is somebody going the opposite way? That really is saying something wrong with you. I've been there, folks. I've been there when I'm not praying, when I'm not reading, when I'm not doing that which God has required for me to do, I could have somebody in my life and they ain't bit more trying to live right than a man in the moon. And I don't think a man in the moon, I don't know it may be, but I don't think, okay? Because I ain't been up there and I ain't seen no sign. But nevertheless, when we do that, how is the saints of God best friends? Is somebody in the world? How is it whether you whether it's a man or a woman? It don't matter. The Bible said that we have to reprove them, and you know why? Because pretty soon, if they your best friend, you'll be you. Oh no, I ain't gonna do what they say. Do no, not me, brother. Well, maybe you'll do it, but not listen. Little bit by little bit, that enemy will wear you down. And pretty soon when you get pressure on you because you hadn't seen what the Lord have commissioned you to do and you hadn't prayed and you had your follow what you see and justify it. Then it goes on to say, for uh, it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Oh, brothers and sisters, we glorify certain things. Yes, we glorify. Yeah, uh, this person doing that, and we call ourselves justifying us. But what we don't know 
if that person is in sin and you speaking it as a secret and you're putting it on uh, 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 broadening out, guess what? You is just as bad as the other person. It's not for us to do. Where is the prayer? Where is the person that's trying to do the right thing to live, to call somebody to do the right thing? If I see you walking in error, my job is to help you to come away from the error and allow you to look at my lifestyle so that you can follow the lifestyle that I'm living. But all things and uh, that are reproved are made manifest by the light for whosoever does make manifest in the light. Other words, you walking in the light. What is the light? The word of God. Go back to uh, St. John, the first chapter, and you will see that when it talks about the light of the word, it's talking about Jesus. Having Christ in your life should transform you, would transform you to be obedient, to get the things. You know what? So many of us, we done narrowed Christ down to nothing but materialistic things. And that's sad. Oh, we can believe God for a house, a car. We can believe God for a few clothes and a little money in the bank. But can you believe God for a holy and a dedicated life? Can you believe God to separate yourself from the world? Just like we got the things coming in, uh, now that soon will be coming and you'll hear Everybody saying, well, he rose, he rose on Easter, so we make Jesus out of a lie. That's sad. Nobody, the preachers ain't even telling the people, let's see what the scripture says. Let's deal with the Passover because that is an indication of when the crucifixion and the resurrection took place. We don't want to study we want to be bathed in Christ. We want to continue doing a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. What? The power to do what is to transform our life. It says, whosoever he says, awake thou that sleepeth. It's time to wake up, folks. It really is. We see all, we, we one step away from being in war. And pretty soon, it's going to happen. You know why? Because the economy done got all bent out of shape. And a wall is a certain thing that will bring it back. Uh, if you can remember, when they was doing uh, in wall, you could get big buck for scrap iron. Because they was doing this. When you was in wall, gas was cheap because they was using their own. And on and on and on. So it's coming to bring back politicians just play games. I don't care who they is, whether they're Democrat or Republican. They both play games. Now, some play games in one way, another play games in another. But we that are in Christ, we don't look at uh, the Democrat. We don't look at the Republican. We don't look at their rights and our rights. We look at Christ's right. We look at what he has said. So it said, uh, wherefore he said, Awake up uh, that sleepest, and arise from the dead. We no longer can be living as dead folks. 
it, it's fine to be dead. You know, you're walking dead, dead men walking. I know they said a show. I never seen not one feature of it, but I, I think that's the name of the dead men's walking or dead something. But you are that way, according to the scripture. You are dead while you live it. When you're not, Christ is not in your life. You are dead while you live it. The wage is a sin is death, believers. But the gift of God is eternal life. If you want eternal life, you must receive Christ. You must be a part of him. Because the Bible says, listen now, arise up from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. You want the light? Guess what? Get Christ. What kind of light is you having now? Is that light is to glorify God or to glorify yourself or to glorify your denomination? Listen, folks, you can, I, I, I've been in denomination. I've debated denomination. All that don't mean nothing when it comes down to you need to get a hold on God. When you got a loved one is about to cross over and you want to pray for that loved one and you don't want to look. Listen, I done lost my mother, my father, and my wife. Uh, and let me tell you something. It come a time that you want to be able, it feel like you're not able to pray for the situation. You said, well, brother, well, it was time for them to go. No, 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 no. The Bible says, delight yourself in God and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying, but wait a minute, brother, well, you think we can speak life and death? Yes, we can when we know God's will. The problem is we don't know God's will. So we pray those prayers up in a myth. Oh, I done seen folks that was supposed to die that came to life that certain things happened. And I done saw people left here and that we was praying. I remember I'm up here praying for somebody. They was dead as a doornail. Uh, well, I don't know how a doornail is, but they was dead. Okay. But I was praying, thinking that, oh, okay. Then. No, because I wasn't in touch with God. I was throwing up prayer. I was having a wavering mind because I wasn't delighting myself in God. And if you delight yourself in God, God will do the thing. He'll tell you, look, ain't no use in you praying for this child or that child. These uh, people that speaking, talking about you, you speak the word. No, no, no. Your word ain't going against God's word. Your word, you need to be in the spirit of God so that you would know the spirit of the word of God. And if you know the word of God, as they, listen, when they looked at uh, Lazarus, by everybody uh, that was looking uh, apart from uh, Jesus, they in turn knew that he had died. He'd been dead for three days. Let me tell you something, folks. That when Jesus said, listen, it's good that I'm not there. But listen, when he called Lazarus from the dead, okay, he said he had told them, but they couldn't accept. Lazarus ain't dead, he's sleep. There have been people, I was telling uh, uh, my honey to be that I was in a service, and I really was there in Greenville, South Carolina. And the pastor uh 
this person literally died. And instead of us, somebody was saying we need to go out, you know, a cell phone wasn't good. Need to go out and uh, ask somebody to dial uh, zero to get the, uh, the ambulance over. Guess what? The preacher said the devil is a lie. God ain't ain't ready for them now. But we saying, what is he looking at? What is he saying? Now I was a babe in 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 the, in the ministry, and this preacher I say, and he said, I tell you what. Y'all grab your Bible that you ain't strong in the faith and call on the name of Jesus. But this person will not. uh, Somebody said, well, it was a plan. No, he didn't know them. That I do know. He laid hands on and pulled oil and said, God, I'm running this revival for you, God, that you told me to do so. God, I'm speaking it in your name, and I promise you, this person sneezed and coughed and got up, didn't even know what happened. Now, somebody say, well, they just passed out. Well, you can say what you want to say. I know what I saw. I was one of the ministers that was up there close to them because they was at the altar and they just fell. But here's what I'm saying. Let me, let me, let me get to it before my time go on. See, we don't know God's will because we are not full of the Spirit of God. See, if you fall of the Spirit of God, it leads and guides you in the direction that God will say. Listen, I was saying that I have seen other people that came against me, literally, and I'm nothing because the same thing uh, back in the day when I wasn't living right. I came against folk, and then the Lord let me know certain things came against you because you spoke against that when someone is not doing the right thing doing the right thing and you speak against them you better be war you better be aware of the wrath of god if that person is either a babe in christ because the bible said number one is better to have a millstone tied around your neck and cast into the depths of the sea than to cause a little one to go astray. And if you're bringing a shame to a one that God has sent to do a work, you better look out because the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience. And it's still, you said, but I, I, I wasn't disobedient. They being disobedient. No, you was being disobedient because the Bible say you pray for them. While you're not praying, you're talking, you're running your mouth you better be prepared for the wrath of God. This is not for just brother where this is for anybody that uh, are abiding in the word of God. You abide in the word and the word abide in you. These things, then whatever you speak to, it can happen. I'm telling you, I'm seeing how God is blessing, how God is delivering. And, and because God is delivering, God is allowing certain people to stand up in these last and evil days. I, I, I wish I could go further, but it, it goes and talk about that you've been, uh, that you shouldn't even walk as circumcision, not as fool. Walk as someone that God have called and chose and caused you to do something. Folks, I'm telling you, we're living in a day now 
that the peoples want to do what they want to do and call it righteousness. God is calling for some of you to get it together, to be all that he have chose you to be in these last and evil days and begin to stand up for the righteousness of God. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Most of all, God, we ask you to bless those that heard the word today that they may go forth and do and be that which you would have them to do and be. And that one that not repentant, God, give them a heart and a mind. God, knowing that you're already drawing them because of the fact they're still listening to your word. And we just thank you for that. We praise you for that. We praise you for what you're going to do. That one that's saved but need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Let them ask to be filled, God, and you do it. Not according to man philosophy, but according to your word. That the fruit of the Spirit be manifested in their life. God, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you in Jesus the Christ. I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, we thank God for you. We thank God for those of you. But we would love for you to just continue on and join us on this coming Saturday, uh, Sabbath, at 12 noon, uh, 11 uh, Central Time. And it will be a blessing to you. I promise you. You can be a blessing to us and we'll be a blessing to you. All right? And you welcome to join us. Our website is brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Tune in and check it out and see won't it be a blessing. Or you can call me. Uh, like I tell anyone, leave your name and number. I'll sure to get in touch with you within a 24-hour period. All right, it's 404 Two nine three seven five five seven. That's four zero four two nine three seven five five seven. We would love to hear from you. Uh, join us on Tuesday, Amen. From six to seven, our question and answer. Listen to me, Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith. And my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you.
It's too important to give up for real.